Australian True Crime, the nation's leading independent true crime podcast, is hitting the road with our live show. We're coming to Sydney, Melbourne and Brisbane this July and tickets will be available starting May 10th at 9.30am sharp. They sold out in two hours last time, so do not dilly-dally. We know the suburbs of Australia are teeming with some of the most intriguing and chilling true crime stories the world has ever heard. Don't miss the chance to dive deeper and get involved with a live Q&A. With over a million and a half downloads monthly, these tickets will sell out. So keep an eye on our social media pages and check the podcast bio for direct links to purchase yours as soon as they're released on Friday, May 10. I can't wait to see you there. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is a true crime podcast, as the title suggests. So please consider this your warning that it's not suitable for children. And it probably will contain content that may be triggering to some people. Also, it's an Australian true crime podcast. So Australian Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander listeners should be aware it may contain the voices of deceased people. The producers of this podcast recognise the traditional owners of the land on which it's recorded. They pay respect to the Aboriginal elders past, present and those emerging. This is the second part of our two-part series with journalist Ashley Hansen about the murder of Brazilian woman Cecilia Haddad, which happened in Sydney in 2018. If you haven't heard the first part, released earlier this week, I'd urge you to pause this episode and go back and listen to that first one. That's episode 369 of Australian True Crime. Because that's where you'll learn all about who Cecilia was, 
and how she knew the man accused of her murder, Mario Marcello Santoro. In this second instalment, we'll hear about Mario's sensational trial in Brazil. It had been delayed for several years because of COVID, but also because of the various tactics employed by Santoro's legal team to slow the process down. We pick the story up with Ashley telling us about the first time she saw Santoro again in the courtroom. He was a lot thinner and you could see that jail had probably been tough for him too. He hadn't had a a good run, so to speak. He'd lived a fairly pampered life, I would imagine, up until that point. Yes. And in jail, he was working as a cleaner. Mm. So... uh, when it got to trial, we we know you told us that he and his legal team had been trying every trick in the book, including the most obvious, which is this isn't even legal. Like I didn't commit this or this crime did not occur in Brazil. Mm. So how can it be legal to be trying me in Brazil? They they tried lots of different tricks and he sacked lots of different lawyers over the time because you can imagine all these other lawyers at one point going, okay, let's just do a plea deal or yeah. the, the evidence is overwhelming. Right, let's, was it? It was overwhelming because Australian police did send the brief of evidence over to Brazil and personally delivered it actually. The New South Wales homicide detectives personally went over there and delivered a mountain of evidence. You're talking about security camera vision. Oh, really? Uh, you're talking about uh, forensic details on things that were found at the beach, things that were found in her apartment. So uh, he didn't get any smarter after he sent the text message to her mum? No, okay. no. He'd, he'd left a, a trail of evidence. When, when you look back and you think about it, he was, he was pretty dumb. Mm. But I guess that plays into the fact that he did think he was going to get away with it and he thought that he was home free once he was on that flight. And even on his way to the airport, he threw her car keys out the window, driving over the Gladesville Bridge, which is driving towards the city to the airport. And he was in an Uber and he threw the keys, her car keys, out the window into the the river. How did he get sprung doing that? Did the Uber driver? The Uber driver. Told him in for that? Yes. And right. he'd actually told the Uber driver, can you do this off the record? Sort of, can you not track the trip? Let's do this another way. I don't know if he paid him cash or what happened, but the Uber driver, they ended up, police ended up speaking to this Uber driver and he said, I remember that when I was taking him to the airport, he wound on the window and threw what I thought and heard was a set of keys out the window. So the police divers uh, went and searched the river for a couple of days and they actually found the keys. Ten metres down on the the river bed, they found this set of keys that ended up being really hidden treasure for investigators because it was a critical piece of evidence that they used as they built this this yeah. huge case against him. So he used her car, did he, to dump He did. Her. He used her car, little Ford Fiat, a uh, little red car. And so her car was actually found at West Ride train station. And so that's where he dumped the car and then he made the, his way to the airport. So forensic investigators went through the car and they found sand and vegetation compatible to the river Cecilia's body was found. Mm-hmm. They also found a set of shoes at Angelo Street, which is the street in Woolwich where he actually went. It's it's a bit of a dead end street that goes down into this beautiful little, a little beach, I guess you'd call it. 
and there was no cameras on the actual street or in this little place where he went. But her car, her little Fiat, was seen on security camera going through Hunters Hill, going there, and they think in about 10 minutes he had her in the car, he had her body in the car, and he dumped her body and he actually got into the water and he got wet at some stage as well and he left his shoes at the beach. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. So the trial goes ahead. It's listed for two days. Two days. That's not long. It's not long. No. Normally these things would take weeks at least. Exactly. There's a lot of evidence to go through, but I guess the judge feels like I've seen it all, I've read it all. Well, Let's do this. They had a big witness list, and again, Australian detectives traveled to Rio and They said, no, no matter what, we're going to get through this trial in two days. Wow. So they actually heard evidence late into the night. Oh. And they actually, the jurors slept at the courthouse. So they started relatively early in the morning, but they went so late at night um, to around 11, 12 o'clock at night. Wow. It's fascinating how other countries do this stuff. And they really compressed it into two days. Gosh. Now tell us about the priest. So the priest gave evidence, the priest that Santoro had turned to in prison, and the priest said that in 50 years of his job as a priest that he'd never broken his oath of confessions, but Santoro had given him permission to break his oath. And this was the first kind of confession that we heard about that he said 
that Mario has confessed oh to killing God. Cecilia. In confession, as in Catholic confession. Yes. And he'd spoken about how guilty he felt about it and how he used to always cry in their sessions and how he was really depressed and how he showed a lot of remorse and he thinks that he wasn't a bad person. He just did a bad thing. What exactly was the chain of events that the prosecution put forward? Well, we know that the prosecution put forward a cause of death, which was asphyxiation, and they also put forward a lot of other evidence that that backed up their case. Did Mario, in fact, ever actually confess to the entire to the courtroom. Story. He was the final person to give evidence. Wow. And it was almost, it wasn't expected. It shocked the entire courtroom when he sat in that chair and he started to, to sob and basically spoke in great disturbing detail. And I can talk you through exactly what he said. Mm. He said that I walked towards her with the intention to shut her mouth and that's when the tragedy happened. So he refers to it as a tragedy, Mm. not a murder. That's what he's convinced himself or that's what he's telling the jury. And he said he'd turned up at the apartment, he said he'd buzzed on the intercom and then he used a key, he said I had a key so I got into the apartment and then he describes it as a misunderstanding So an argument erupts between him and Cecilia. He's blaming her for, you changed my life, I came here for this new relationship and now you're ignoring me, you're blocking me. So obviously that goes to show what was going on in his mind. He was just so angry about being rejected. And that's what police said was he just couldn't accept the end of the relationship. And like we know, it's almost a case of, well, if I can't have you, no one can. Yeah, and the ultimate control too because it's like she's taking control from you. She's taking control back by by saying, I don't want to be with you anymore, get out, Mm. go away. And he's just been enraged by that and can't handle it. Yeah, and he's gone to this length to get control back. What was also really disturbing about his confession as well is what he said happened next. Mm. He said he couldn't stand her saying these things anymore. And that's when he said that he moved forward and he put his hands and squeezed on her neck, but squeezed too hard. Then she fell lifeless in my arms. I don't remember if she hit her head on the floor. I picked her up desperately and placed her on the couch saying, wake up, sister, because that's what she was affectionately known as by her friends and family was Sissa. But she wouldn't wake up. She just wouldn't wake up. And then he spoke in great detail about how he attempted to wake her up. And then he says, I only went there to pick up my passport, but everything happened like this. I started sweating. I was sweating a lot. I was desperate and left. I I confessed to you. I don't even remember really what happened. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe what I'd done. And he said, I can't deny it. I can't deny the facts. And when you ask me questions, I don't even know how to answer it. He spoke in great detail about how he actually killed Cecilia. But then when it came to explaining the dumping of her body and things like that, he sort of says, I I can't deny it, but he didn't really want to go into it because he tries to say that he blocked that out of his memory in the moment. He he can't really remember what he did. Mm in those moments afterwards, but he certainly didn't 
call an ambulance. I was just thinking the same thing. Yeah, I mean, you've lied her yeah. on the couch and you've said, oh, come back, come back and try to call Mate. an ambulance, call triple zero. No. Yeah, this is where they always fall down or where they go, I know I was insane in that moment. Well, you know what? You pulled yourself together to try and hide what you'd done. And, exactly. He he and he went. Flight. If you do believe him that it was an accident, yes, and he didn't mean to, or there was no premeditation. Yeah. If you believe him in saying that, well, then why wouldn't you call an ambulance? Yeah. So how long did the judge and the jury? Oh no, it's the, the jury. How long did they deliberate after all this? I mean, it we, wasn't very long no. at all. It wasn't very long at all. And they came back and they said that. He'd been found guilty and then instantly the judge sentenced him. Oh, really? And, yeah, sentenced him to 27 years behind bars. And the family were happy about that in the sense that they thought it was quite fair given the Brazilian justice system. They thought that 27 years was expected. We do know one thing, he's already launching an appeal. So even though he's confessed... And he's been found guilty. Somehow he thinks that he's going to get away with it. So he's already working on an appeal to get out of jail. What about his family? What were they like in court? His parents, were they there? There was no one there supporting him in terms of his family at the court. That was the thing about Cecilia's family. She did have so many people in her corner, so many people that just dearly loved her and just didn't want this man to get away with it. They wanted they wanted justice. And even they were chanting when Santoro was taken away from the final time. They were just chanting at him saying, justice for Cecilia. Wow. And so they were just so committed to, to getting the outcome, which they did eventually get after five years. That's spine-tingling, that idea of him being chanted at. Thank you to our guest, Ashley Hansen, who is no longer with The Seven Network and is now a freelance journalist and news anchor. Her details can be found in the show notes of this episode. If you need support after listening to this podcast, you can call Lifeline on 13 11 14 or contact 1800 RESPECT on 1800 737 732 or 1800respect.org.au. Indigenous Australians can contact 13 Yarn on 13 92 76 or 13yarn.org.au. Thank you for downloading this episode of Australian True Crime. We'll be back next week. 
and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Australian True Crime, the nation's leading independent true crime podcast, is hitting the road with our live show. We're coming to Sydney, Melbourne and Brisbane this July and tickets will be available starting May 10th at 9.30am sharp. They sold out in two hours last time, so do not dilly-dally. We know the suburbs of Australia are teeming with some of the most intriguing and chilling true crime stories the world has ever heard. Don't miss the chance to dive deeper and get involved with a live Q&A. With over a million and a half downloads monthly, these tickets will sell out. So keep an eye on our social media pages and check the podcast bio for direct links to purchase yours as soon as they're released on Friday, May 10. I can't wait to see you there.